Welcome to Golf Origin Stories. My name is Chris McEwen. That is Chelsea Dagger by the Fratellis, one of the great band names of all time, in my my opinion. They're, they're named after the the bad guys from the Goonies. Um, as that's the family, the Fratellis. So I just I love that. But I, I kind of went back and forth a little bit on what song to use this week because my guest, who is a Chicago guy uh, named Marco, he is. He's a Blackhawks fan, and I'll get to why, how that song relates to the Blackhawks for those that, that aren't aware. Um, but we also talk about the musical, and this is how this is the beauty of the show in some cases that, yeah, we talk about the musical Hamilton. Somehow that came up, and Hamilton is an incredible musical. I, it almost, it, it's it's almost unfair calling it just a musical because honest to God, it's it's way more than that. It's it's a it's unbelievable, and I, I would I would highly recommend if you haven't listened to that soundtrack to go find it because it's amazing, just absolutely amazing. And when the movie comes out, I'm so glad they're going to make a movie of it. Go and see it. And I don't, I'm not a musical guy per se. I I do enjoy going and and seeing a musical on occasion. I mean, I live in a city where we we get a lot of them, and we had a Hamilton run here for for a number of years, and I was lucky enough to go see it. But yeah, I, even if you aren't a musical guy or musical person per se, I, I, I would still go and see it. And I, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Anyways, the reason I play Chelsea Dagger is because that is the song that is played whenever the Blackhawks score a goal or win a hockey game at home. That's what they play. And the whole place sings along and it's so great. And and currently, there isn't a lot of Chelsea Dagger being played at the United Center. They aren't very good at hockey this year. But back in 2010 and 2013 and 2015, when they, when they won those Stanley Cups, I mean, that was basically the soundtrack of our winters and springs and even summer. I mean, they would play into June. And man, it was so much fun. And as someone that, that grew up just loving the Blackhawks and going through the the lows that that team went through for so long, finally having them deliver a Stanley Cup and everyone in the city getting behind that team was just so rewarding. And, and every time any of us hear that song within, in Chicago and probably many people in St. Louis and in Nashville and in Vancouver, um, I'm sure they hate that song, but we love it here in Chicago. And Marco is a huge hockey fan. He's a, he's a Blackhawks fan like I am. And so I just wanted to, I know when he listened to that, when he listens to this episode and he hears that song come on, he knows that that's for you, Marco. That's us reliving those amazing, amazing days um, just a few years ago. So anyways, moving on. Before we get to the show and we get to Marco and we talk about his golf origin story, my youngest brother, Scotty, who's a podcast guy and he, he knows these things. He sent me a text and he and I typically now, ever since the show has started, because he does listen to a lot of podcasts, we, we tend to text back and forth every Tuesday morning. He's in, he's in Arizona. So usually it's, it's late, it's early afternoon for me, but, and we talk a little bit about the show and, and he's very supportive of me and he's, he, you know, he likes it and he, you know, he's just, you talk about the show a little bit and we talk about, he, he's got a friend. If you haven't listened to last week's episode with Ben Green. Ben hit golf balls off of Saddam Hussein's balcony while he was serving for the army. 
Scotty last week texted me and said, he's got a friend who did the exact same thing. And so it's just kind of, that's the kind of stuff we talk about. Scotty also wanted to remind me to ask you, the listener, to do me a favor. And that is, if you listen to the show and you enjoy it, to subscribe, certainly, um, but to also rate it and write a short review about it. Because I, I guess he, it helps the show. And so if you want to just do me that quick favor, subscribe, rate it, leave a quick little review about what you think is good about it, what you like about it. I'd really appreciate that. And uh, Scotty, thank you for the text reminding me to ask the listeners to do that, that kind of thing. Now, to the actual show where I talked to Marco. He's a retired police officer. He's a detective. He was part of the CSI uh, um, force in Chicago uh, or just outside Chicago. Marco is evidence that when I say at the end of every show, if you've got a story that you want to share, you can let me know at Chris McEwen on Twitter or on chrismcuen.com and we'll work on getting you on. When I put the, the offer out there, Marco sent me a DM on Twitter and said, I'll do it. And I was like, great, you know, Chicago guy. And I know you're a huge Blackhawks fan. And I know that, you know, you're, you're a police officer just by, <clears throat> just by his Twitter handle, which we talk about. And uh, I'd love to have your, have you on and, and tell your story. So there you go. If you, if you want to come on, you can come on. So Marco is, he's, as I said, he's a retired police officer and detective. He's the son of, of two high school teachers and his dad was the golf coach for his high school and and we have a, a very very interesting intersection it's actually pretty amazing of our golf origin stories that we talk about which is just incredible to me and and it's the it's the amazing part of that sh- of the show between you know Ben hitting golf balls off the off a balcony in in you know Saddam Hussein's palace to Scotty's buddy doing the same thing to, to Marco and I discovering that we essentially learned to play golf on the same golf course 30 years apart. It's just unbelievable. But anyways, Marco is really just, besides being a, a great guy, he's a sports addict. I, I say again, he's retired, but he does do a little bit of part-time work. But he also plays hockey still, he plays basketball, and of course he plays golf. And in, since this is Golf Origin Stories, we're going to focus on why he loves golf so much and when he fell in love with golf and how he fell in love with golf. So without further ado, let's talk to my friend Marco. Marco, welcome to the show. Thank you very hey. much, Chris. Very uh, uh, very happy to be here, very excited and and. Uh, looking forward to sharing my story. Good. Looking forward to hearing it. Um, are you in Chicago or Florida right now? No, I, uh, I'm in, uh, Fort Myers, Florida. Nice okay. and, uh, nice and sunny Florida today. So, yeah. So you, you're a carp barn guy, huh? I am. I work at, uh, uh, golf club, uh, shell point golf club, which is in, uh, Fort Myers. Uh, this is my first season there. Uh, I previously worked at two other places, uh, two other private clubs since I've been here in Florida for four years. And then I also worked at uh, uh, Harborside back home for five seasons before moving down here. So I have a lot of uh, golf course 
uh, experience so on, when the, you, on the work side. When did you work at Harborside? What years was that? I worked, uh, let's see, I worked from 2000 to 2005, 2004. And then I worked uh, in the, in 2015 also. So there was, uh, there was some time in between. Yeah, there was, uh, I, I was, I was transferred to a different position at the, uh, at, at work and I just couldn't do it in those 10 years. But once I got towards the end of my, uh, or towards retirement, I was able to go back there for one year prior to us, uh, moving down here. Okay. So are you, are you permanently down in Florida now or do you come back? You know, we come back, uh, Jan- uh, July and August, uh, or actually June and July. Uh, my wife is an occupational therapist here in the school system. Okay. She specializes with uh, uh, special needs kids, autistic children, children oh, with wow. CP. Uh, so we're on a school schedule. So uh, typically it's June and July back home, two weeks at Christmas, and then some short trips here and there when uh, when we're able to to break away. Yeah. Yeah, we may have crossed paths uh, inadvertently at, at Harborside at oh, one I'm point sure. or another. Yeah. yeah especially sure. in 2015. Yeah, because um, I uh, I was pr- particularly a starter and ranger there. Um, okay. Mostly a starter. I didn't really work in the cart bar, and that was more for the uh, the high school kids. But um, I I lived so close there. I played and practiced there quite a bit. And you know, besides working, and and I've always maintained uh, even from ending my ending and back in two thousand four to. Um, coming there in 2015 there's a lot of the guys that's that uh, i knew from there so i had the same pros were there that i worked for so i i maintain a lot of those relationships and and you know being so close and playing and practicing there yeah. um it was it was a really a good I, I, it's one of the things i really miss about yeah. home is that for sure yeah so so your you um your twitter handle is yes. is at CSI hockey guy. Yes. Right. And so yep. that, that describes you in two ways. It does. So, yes. so first we can, we can bond for a moment, even though it's not the most successful of Blackhawks. It's been, <laughs> it's been fun to watch as of late. Do, do you With, get the games down there? Do you have like the package? I do. Something? I have the, uh, I have the NHL package. Um, and my father and I have been fortunate enough to have season tickets, uh, since 1994. Oh, wow. Um, so I've, uh, prior to us moving down here, you know, he and I would probably average somewhere with playoffs, somewhere between 25 and, you know, 40 plus games uh, yeah. for those years. And and he still had the tickets and, and he and my mom go mostly now. Um, but I do have the NHL package, so I'm able to watch pretty much every road game. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy the, the Hawks are coming down here to Florida. And, and uh, so my wife and my parents are coming down and we're all good. We're going to go to both games. Uh, the one in Tampa and the one in uh, for, with the Panthers. So, oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah. So you guys. So I, when I was growing up, and I grew up in the '90s, and um, you know the Bulls then obviously were oh absolutely you know the the main attraction at at yep. the old stadium. But for me, that's where I love grew to, you know grew to love hockey because I worked for um the sports apparel company called Fanfare. Okay. okay. And they and they had um some kind of ticket deal or whatever. So every once in a while they'd, they'd send us some tickets and we'd go. And right. I mean, in the nineties, those, those, I mean, everyone talks about the Jordan bulls, but the Blackhawks were pretty good in the nineties. Yeah, they had I mean, some really good teams and some really 
really fun players as well. Yeah. So a yeah. lot of, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time for, for both sports on uh, yeah. that building. There, there's nothing like that place. Oh, I love that place. Yep. I love no, that building so uh, much. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, I've seen far more hockey games than I have basketball games um, <laughs> in my life. They're just so, and hockey live. I know it's, you don't really, it's fun to watch on television, but hockey live right. is unlike any other sport live. Absolutely. It's so it's great. The, it's the best in-person spectator sport, uh, in my opinion, that you could, that you could find whether yeah. you know the rules or you don't know the rules, uh, between the speed and the strength and the, um, just the skill level. And it's just, it's an amazing, uh, in-person experience. It's incredible to this day. I'm still stunned by what those guys can do on ice. Like you forget they're so fast and they're, they're so agile that there's right. it's ice. They're on ice, you know, it's like, right. wow, it's crazy. Yep. So the other part of your, your handle is CSI. Yes. Right. So yes. when you were in Chicago, were you, did right. you, so you were a police officer and then later you were a, a, a detective. Uh, yes, I, I worked for two different uh, suburban departments, uh, Oak Park and, and Calumet City. Uh, okay, I did wow. uh, 30 years total. Um, so I had every I had almost every job you could possibly have uh, patrol, narcotics, gang officer. Uh, but for the last 17 years of my career, I, was, I did all crime scene investigation. Um, so that was my job started after some sort of incident occurred. Right. Um, you know, so it, it ran the gamut from homicides to burglaries and, and property crimes and, and pretty much everything in, in between. So, um, that's kind of where I, I, I joined up between the hockey and the golf with the, with the Twitter handle Yeah. and just kind of wanted to give, uh, a little bit to both. So, right. And then you're 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 also what you describe as a proud Serbian. Yes, right? I am. So uh, were you were you born in Serbia or were you? Uh, were no, you I, just, I, okay. I was born born here. I'm 100 uh, percent Serbian. Both of my parents are oh, are wow. Serbian Orthodox. Uh, our church uh, used to be at 98th and Commercial down on the south end of the city, and then our church moved out to uh, Lansing, Illinois. Um, okay, so that's kind of how I grew up. Um, in a very close knit, close knit family and extended friends. And, and, um, you know, it was pretty much all Serbian stuff all the time. So I, I, it's, it's, uh, it, it, to this day and, and we're typically very nationalistic, mm-hmm. um, you know, so it's very much the country and very much the flag and, and the culture and the music and the food and, Right. Um, so it's it's very much been a part of my growing up and still to this day, it's very much a part of of my life. Sure. So. Yeah, I feel like um, especially in Chicago, you know, you have even to this day, obviously, you have like you have pockets of. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, no, these, these kind of generational people that, you know, that right. they and when and kind of when immigrants come into the city, right. They, that's exactly. where they go to get, to get their, uh, get on their feet and get started. And exactly. And, you know, it's to... like that for Polish people. It was like that sure. for Italian people, Irish people, you name it. There was uh there's a section of the city where they congregated when they first came. And, you know, it's, it's a very interesting way to uh, a little bit different way to, to grow up with, with such a, a close knit community like mm-hmm. that's when you're, when you're, when you're in and around that all the time. 
Yeah. <coughs> and I don't know very much about the Serbian culture. So what's something that you would say if from an, from an outside perspective, they would see something and be like, that's kind of crazy that you, that's normal to you guys. Like what's something unique or different about, about you know, a lot, uh, it's, it's a lot of it is, is arts and, and culture and music. So the music is very, you know, upbeat and it's very, there's some, there's some old instruments and, and some instruments that are native to Serbia. So it's a lot of the, it's, it's the music and it's the, you know, it, 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 it it's Serbian Orthodox, so it's Orthodox religion. So, mm-hmm. you know, you going into the churches, the church, the churches are very colorful and very ornate and very, you know, there's a lot of icons and paintings and frescoes and, you know, so it's, and we, you know, we can drink with the best of them. Um, <laughs> so that, you know, um, uh, so, you know, it's, it's just, it, 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 you have to kind of experience it to get a, a feel for it. But a lot of it is built around, you know, the, the nationalistic part of it and the music part of it. And there's some specific foods that, that are native to Serbia that we have here. And, and all of that is built around, you know, the camaraderie of the community and the tightness of the community. And that's how they survived when they first came here was, you know, move all moving into the same types of neighborhoods. And so it's, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. So with that sort of, um, I'm wondering if, you know, since it was a, a tight, tightly knit community and, um, is there a, is that kind of what led you into working, you know, as a police officer? Was that something? No, you know, but I, I was, I got interested in police work by watching police shows as a kid. Is that right? Uh, there was really, I, I had one, uh, uncle on my grandmother's side who started out as a Chicago fireman and ended his career as a Chicago policeman. So, um, it wasn't really his influence. It was more me watching police shows as a kid and what shows, uh, uh, police story and, um, Like Adam 12 and I'm really dating myself here, like Hill Street <laughs> Blues and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, a lot of those other stories with with uniform policemen and, and yeah. you know, that sort of stuff that kind of led me into it. And then we had the high school I went had a uh, uh, an officer that was assigned to the school. So I got to know him really good. And that kind of I, I knew really what I wanted to do by my sophomore year of high school. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, it was, I, I, it was always been my, had always been my focus from about that point on. So with all that background and police work and, and the neighborhood you grew up in and how, how did you end up becoming a golfer? Uh, you know, my, my, both my grandfather and my father were extremely avid players um, so I got a really, really early start. I was probably started either six or seven years old. There was a, uh, a driving range on Torrance Avenue in Lansing called Playmore Golf. Okay. And I would kind of tag along with them and, um, you know, both of them played in some local tournaments and, and, um, so between the two of them, I got a very early start. Um, my father was also a high school golf coach. He's a high school, retired high school teacher. So he's okay. a golf coach at, uh, uh, TF South in Lansing. Okay. Um, so I so, got a really early start with playing it. And then 
being close to a few courses. Um, there was one particular course that we had uh, that was close to us, Burnham Woods. Uh, and okay. They had a junior program. Well, it wasn't wasn't a junior program, but you could get a like an ID card, and it was I'll never forget. It was bright pink. Took your picture, and you could go out there and play as much golf as you want for like three or four dollars. So my That's parents incredible. would drop myself and a couple of cousins of mine off who were also players, and we would literally stay there from seven in the morning till seven in the evening and we would play as much as we possibly could and so that's kind of how i got started um on my own um that was you know 10 between 11 and 14 yeah uh when when they would drop us off at burnham and and you know the card cost us like ten dollars for the season and you were out you could go out there for two or three bucks it was fantastic so that's the course in my first episode when I talk about my own. So we've, right. Marco, for the record, we haven't spoken to one another before this moment. This is the first time we've talked right. about yep. anything, anything ever. But in my in my own origin story, episode one, right. um, Burnham Woods is the golf course that I went to by myself because I was too embarrassed to play with anybody yet and basically learned. Yep. That's, so that's uh, the course that, because yeah, you could just go and it wasn't, a very regimented golf course, you know, there, there was pretty wide open and yeah, uh, they kind of I mean, let you do what you wanted to do and you could replay yep. it. I think for 10 bucks after yep. you played it the first time. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. It's, it's a great, it was a great, it was a fantastic place um, to get out there on your own and, you know, play with my cousins or my buddies and, and, you know, it was kind of built in babysitting for my, for my mother and father. They would just for drop sure. us off and, and leave us and and it was it was great so and there was a couple of other courses that that my my uh my grandfather and my dad played like glen woody and and river oaks and okay uh that's kind of where they played so i would tag along with them you know a good number of times when they went out and played on their own so yeah so um your dad was clearly raised to play golf as well he so was his, yep. his dad raised him and yep okay and so he went on to where did where did he coach? He coached at TF South High School in Lansing, okay. Illinois. Yeah, okay. So he was the golf co head coach there for twenty plus years. Uh, and he you... also coached basketball and 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 a little bit of football when he first started at the school. Oh man! So were you guys just a family of athletes or what? Because you play yeah, hockey. basically you did play hockey, right? I do. I just still play hockey. You do to this day. I I do. Yeah. Um. So I I play with a couple of. Uh, men's groups down here in Fort Myers and you know down here everybody's from from someplace else so we have a great mix of east coasters Canadians Midwesterners um so I I play basketball and hockey and golf and yeah so growing up it was you know all sports all the time did you you have brothers I have two sisters no I'm the only uh, oh yeah so uh, he was really all sports (laughs) yeah so (laughs) did they did they do they play golf too or, or? no, no, my no. sisters aren't, are, are the anti-athletic both are <laughs> extremely smart and, yeah. and successful in their respective fields. And, and they got the uh, true gifts. Huh? They, yeah, because with, right. you know, and both of my parents are retired teachers. So, uh, they were always the, uh, top of the line students and, uh, you know, Marco was the one that just did enough to be able to play his sports. 
<laughs> so I, you know, so right. it was see ball, hit little, ball, see puck, hit yeah, puck. Right. exactly, exactly. <laughs> so school was a distant fifth or sixth in my on my uh, uh, on my interest level, uh, which didn't bode well with having teachers for parents. But so, so you're really just like a you're a sports addict in general, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So what? So why do you think at this point? I mean, so you've you've decided to to continue not just to play golf, but to be, you know, much more involved in it where you're waking up at the crack of dawn to right. get guys, you know, their carts or whatever it may be, get them off, uh, you know, off the tee and things like that. So, so what, why do you think this game has, has attracted you the way that it has? What is it about um, golf? You know, it's, it's just, it, it's so very, to me, it's so very addicting. You know, I have a, I have a personality that, and, and, and playing, personality that i'm always striving for improvement Mm -hmm. there it's just it's it's always out of your grasp and i tend to to be very hard on myself with scores i'm very score driven so a lot of that you know and i like learning about i like learning about swings i like learning about new equipment so there's always there's always that's that draw to it between you know, let's say history or course architecture, or um, there's always something to keep your interest. And, you know, when you're playing and you're constantly, constantly trying to improve, it's just, you know, it, it there, there's so much to keep your interest and there's so, you know, um, there, there's so much to enjoy about it. Uh, and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm leaving out making new friends through golf, like, what we're doing right now sure or getting paired with you know guys when you're out playing as a single or you know playing with a a particular group that you have to play with or or you do play with or playing tournaments um you know there's constantly something to keep your interest and to keep you pushing forward to keep striving for improvement and learning and and you know so there there's so much to it um, that I just find that it's, it's addicting for me. <laughs> How often do you get out? <clears throat> you know, I usually play uh, a couple times a week. I, I practice quite a bit, so I probably practice more than I do play, okay. uh, between my, uh, between my schedule at the golf course. And I started a new, uh, security job this year. Um, so I, I, I get myself out there a couple days, uh, sometimes I'll be able to squeeze out three, but I do get a chance to practice at least a couple, three days a week as well. Very nice. It's funny about the scoring thing, right? Because, um, you know, I remember breaking 100 for the first time and right. being really happy about it. And then, oh, absolutely. And then breaking 90 and being like, okay, this is really great. And being really like every time I would break 90, right. I'd be so happy. And now... It's like my expectations have gotten so much higher. Like if I even flirt with a 90, I'm miserable. You know, <laughs> you know like I, that was, you know, I'm, I'm so upset. But so every once in a while, I have to remind myself, like, you know, it really wasn't that, you know, I've only been playing for 10 years or so. And right. it wasn't that long ago that you really, you thought you would accomplish something by shooting, you know, a sub 90 round. So just right. relax, man. Like, you know, just enjoy what you just did. And, and you you know, there's always next time you can go and play. It'll be fine. Right. <laughs> Yeah, there's, it's just, it's the nature of the game to keep you coming back and to keep you gauging your, 
your progress and and it's just it's it it i there's nothing else there's not any, anything else close to it and it's another thing that you can play when you're 75 years old or 80 years old if you you know get to that particular point so yeah. that's another draw to it you know yeah that, that's something that i've come to really appreciate because i get to play with you know my my dad and my right. uncles and you know they're not I wouldn't call them old by any means, but I know that, right. you know, we still have some, that's, we spend some of the best times, you know, together right. playing golf. And I'm so happy that I'll get to keep doing that for the next. Yeah. Year. That's, Hopefully. you know, and that's another, that's, that's just another facet of the game, you know, is, yeah. is those relationships that you, you know, you have at home that, that they're extra special on the golf course because you're sharing them with brothers or, you know, uh, cousins or aunts or, you know, whatever, whatever, ha- whatever have you. So, yeah. Yeah, and so you just got a job at you know being a security guy too. You, are you addicted to keeping people safe too? Is that, uh, not is that really. your other addiction? Just, is you just know, protecting some, people? Some, some some guy. I was looking for another part time job because my my wife, you know, we're, we're not on the same retirement track, and she really busts her butt in the mm-hmm. job that she does. So I figured I'm going to take on a little bit extra. When I first got down here, I wanted nothing to do with you know, investigating or security. Um, but some guys I play hockey with are all ex-policemen and they kind of talk me into joining up with this company that they belong to. And, and we do some, um, we've got like a, a local uh, junior college theater, 1800 seat theater. Like we're oh, in okay. the middle of our Hamilton run these next, these past two weeks. So oh. Um, so I've gotten to work, I've gotten to work five Hamiltons. I got a three more this oh, weekend. Man. Um, so you it's, you know, it shows like down that. There. Yeah. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm extremely blessed. I have absolutely zero to complain about. Um, I have the best, uh, wife who's very supportive of my sports and my activities and the things that I do and, and and my interests and you know god bless her it's she's the the best thing that that I, that's come along for me in in a long time so um I'm, so I'm extremely blessed to to with this where i where i live and the weather and being able to go back home on a regular basis so it's it's the best of of all worlds i'll say it doesn't it sounds like it couldn't have happened to a better guy either marco oh well that, that's very nice of you thank you yeah, I, uh, I enjoy this talk. If if I get um, if I start a show about why we love Hamilton, <laughs> I will I will bring you on and we can talk about Hamilton because that oh yeah that play, oh my god that it's musical fantastic oh. it's absolutely fantastic. Oh. I have watched like I said I've watched it five probably five times now and it's just it's just as good from the first time since uh, the last time I worked. Oh. So, man, I, yeah, I still listen to that. Uh, to that soundtrack quite often. I just can't yep. enough of it. It's so good. Yeah. So anyways, some other time or next time we talk, we can, we can catch up. If you ever, if you come back to Chicago, please, by all means. Oh, we're going to let you yeah, know. We're, yeah. We're going to get together and play. Cause I have, uh, I actually have a really good opportunity this summer. Um, some guys I grew up with, some of my best buddies, uh, three brothers are in the final stages of buying, and I can't really say the name because it's not the ink the deal isn't inked yet. But one of the struggling South uh, suburbs, uh, 
best private clubs. They're in the final stages of purchasing that. And I'm going to come back between May and October and work for them at this particular private club. So I'm really excited about it. I think I know which Um, course you're talking about. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. That would be amazing. uh, Yeah. It's, it's a, it's, it's it's almost ninety percent finished, but like I said, I I, I got to keep it under wraps for <laughs> for now until they can get their, you know, the the I's dotted and the T's crossed and all the sure. signatures on the paperwork. But it's a, a tremendous experience on a place that's got so much history. It's crazy. So sounds great. If nothing else, then I'll just come and uh, have a drink with you. Oh, absolutely. At, absolutely. at the very least, we should. Oh, do abs- that. yeah, we'll do, we will definitely do that. So. All right, sir. Sounds good. Thanks for joining the show again. I really appreciate it. All righty. Thank you, Chris. It was such a, it was a pleasure. It was, uh, this is, uh, um, gets me a chance to talk about the things I love and it's just, uh, it was a a, a true pleasure. I really appreciate you, uh, uh, picking me for the show and uh, it was fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Marco, your evidence. So when I solicit others to, to hit me up, Oh, absolutely. We'll get you on the show. Here we are. There we and go. I, I couldn't be happier. So, all right, Excellent. sir. We will Thank talk you. soon. Bye. So that's my friend, Marco. Pretty fun conversation. I still can't get over the fact that he and I played the same golf course. Granted, he was, you know, in middle school and I was, I don't know, 30, whatever, but Burnham Woods. Oh man, that's so crazy. I And I, I'm definitely... I definitely will will meet Marco when he comes back to Chicago um, for a drink and for some golf. And part of me really kind of wants to to go play. We're going to play his his course that he alluded to for sure. I'm not going to pass up that opportunity to one hang out with Marco and two play that golf course. But I also kind of want to go and play Burnham Woods with him because I feel like we would kind of relive the same sort of moments at that golf course but in such different ways, you know, like, I don't know, but, but there's, there's such a similar similarity there that I think it'd, it'd just be kind of fun to go. And I haven't gone back to that golf course in years, but uh, I think it'd be fun to go back with him. Certainly. So that's the show. Thank you again for listening. And as I said, in the beginning of the show, I will remind you to, to do me the favor and subscribe and rate the podcast and leave a short little review uh, if you do enjoy the show. And thank you for doing that. I really do appreciate it. And um, that's it. So I will leave you as I always do with the offer. If you've got a story to tell, come find me on Twitter at Chris McEwen or head over to chrismcewen.com slash golf origin stories. And there's a little form there that you can send me a note and, and let me know that you want to come on the show. I'd love to have you. And uh, other than that, Blackhawks fans, Marco, let's close our eyes and let's reimagine what it was like during that wonderful run of our beloved Blackhawks and those three Stanley Cups, our modern-day hockey dynasty. Those seasons were just so rewarding. But I'll stop talking. Let's just, let's just imagine that the horn has sounded, the game is over, and the Blackhawks are once again victorious. Thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you again next week.